You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones, here with your noon news for Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. A recent released study from a personal finance assistance company shows Carroll residents tend to pay less than the state and national averages for monthly utility and other bills. According to data collected by DOXO, households in Carroll spend approximately $1,581 per month on all household bills. The DOXO study tracked the 10 most common bill types, mortgage or rent, auto loans, utilities, cable and internet, as well as mobile phones included there. Their data shows the typical mortgage for Carroll households is $1,010 per month, while renters pay around $629 per month. Monthly utility costs in Carroll average $221. Automobile loans around $425 and cable and internet bills at $86. As for how the local figures compare on a broader scale, Carroll's monthly household bills are approximately 21.1% below the national average of $2,003 and 11.4% below the state average of $1,784. A link to the full report can be found included with this story on our website. The Carroll County Board of Supervisors met this morning for their annual organizational meeting to approve board and committee appointments for 2023. Last year's chair, District 4 Supervisor Stephanie Hausman, was selected with unanimous approval from the board to serve as chair for a second consecutive year. District 1 Supervisor Scott Johnson was chosen to serve as the board's vice chair. They then moved on to a long slate of required annual resolutions, including special moving permits, as well as destruction of non-essential records over 10 years old. Houseman and County Auditor Courtney Pyre also provided the list for 2023's official county newspapers. The Daily Times Herald, and that's still fine, right, with the transition? Yep, I received a letter from them. So. Okay. Yep. And then Coon Rapids Enterprise. Mm-hmm. And the Manning Monitor. Yep, I received... The letters from all three of the requested, so we should be working. These newspapers will carry all required county publications, such as agendas and meetings, public hearing notices, ordinances, changes, and other similar announcements. As for board appointments, there were a few changes from 2022, except for the GIS coordinator, Sarah Halberl, also taking on the role of county zoning commissioner. At the beginning of each calendar year, the supervisors select their committee assignments. Houseman notes 2023 will be a bit unusual, at least until the District 5 special election next month. Obviously, the board is aware we are one board member short until February. So we will be doing this again after a special election. So for right now, all four of us kind of have to pick up the, the slack a little bit. County officials will reassign the board's committee assignments following the February 7th special election. As of today, no candidates have filed with the auditor's office to appear on the ballot. Interested candidates must be nominated by their respective party's county central committee or collect 147 signatures from eligible voters by January 13th if they intend to run. A list of the 2023 Carroll County Board and Committee appointments is included with this story on our website. And the Stewart Memorial Community Hospital Auxiliary closed 2022 with a substantial donation to the hospital to assist with the ongoing expansions and renovations to their Lake City facility. Last week, SMCH Auxiliary members presented the third installment of their $250,000 Putting People First pledge. The group has contributed over $50,000 each year since the hospital's campaign launched in 2020 and now totals $150,000. 
Development Marketing and Volunteer Services Director Jesse Underwood says, We are blessed as an organization to have a large group of volunteers who are passionate about this mission and helping us meet our goal. Our auxiliary is an integral part of Stewart Memorial through a variety of activities, including community outreach and fundraising. When completed, the $31 million project will triple the size of SMCH's emergency department, create additional exam rooms, provide space for an air ambulance landing pad, and much, much more. Construction began in April of 2021 and is slated for completion by the end of this calendar year. And that is going to bring us to our mid-noon cast break here on KCIM. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. More news is on the way after this. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Iowa Army National Guard. Aired by the Iowa Broadcasters Association and this station. Western Iowa Networks, the area's premier internet provider, is hiring. Time to start that brand new career in 2023. Specifically, we're looking for a combination technician for our Carroll operations. Some duties include installation, configuration, and maintenance of WAN and LAN, as well as digital, analog, and Ethernet circuits. Experience in installation and maintenance of Ethernet internet products or broadband service is required. For complete details and how to apply, go to westianet.com careers. Western Iowa Networks is an equal opportunity employer. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. The Carroll Community School District Board-Appointed Materials Reconsideration Committee meets tomorrow to discuss and vote on the next in a series of library books being challenged by parents due to their perceived objectionable content. Two books are on the docket, Crank by Ellen Hopkins and Damsel by Elena Arnold. The eight-person committee, which consists of teachers, media specialists, community members, and students, will vote to determine if the materials in question are suitable to remain in the Carroll High School Library. The committee's recommendation will be brought to the school board later this month for final approval. Crank and Damsel are the fourth and fifth books to be reviewed from the original ten that were listed by concerned stakeholders. So far, the committee has voted to recommend previously reviewed materials remain on the library shelves, and the school board has approved those recommendations. The January 4th meeting begins at 5 p.m. at the Carroll Middle School Media Center. A copy of the agenda is included with this story on our website. As soon as spring arrives, an eastern Iowa community will launch an ambitious home-building effort with plans to construct 10 houses using 3D printers. Carla Schaefer, president of the Community Foundation of Greater, Greater Muscatine, says they're eager to get started as the Mississippi River Town needs more homes and residents, but there simply aren't enough contractors or supplies to make it happen. Schaefer says the 10 houses will be modest in size. The first ones we print will be probably around 1,300 square foot on slab with a attached or detached garage, depending on the lot. But as we get into infill lots within neighborhoods where maybe something's been torn down, Based on the sizing, we may need to go to a two-bedroom, but the intent for the most part is to do three bedrooms. The foundation and both the exterior and interior walls can be 3D printed, and once they get started, the tin houses should go up rapidly, especially when compared to the tr traditional construction, which often takes a month. 3D printing is much quicker to create the home. You can have a home printed in as, as short as 28 hours, and we also know that the cost 
Right now, they're looking could be about 15% less, and they believe over time they'll be able to hold that down even a little bit more, which will allow homeowners to maybe get into a home a little quicker than they could in the past. That lower cost is key, she says, since real estate prices have been bounding the past several years. Schaefer says 3D printing is far more economical than the traditional route. Typically, you can drive down the labor to about three to four people on site to do the home printing because the machine is printing it in just layers, the cement as it goes around. So you have some costs there. And then you also have some savings with, um, by using a Crete mix versus typical construction stick build. Another potential price cutter will be the ingredients the 3D printers use, including a time-tested, all-natural product that's being grown on plots at Muscatine Community College. They have the only hemp program in the state, and hemp is the leading additive that's being researched to add into the Crete mix. And so they'll be doing a research component alongside of this as well to see how hemp may fit in. And what that does is it makes it more environmentally friendly as you print. Due to the housing shortage, she says about 11,000 people drive to Muscatine County to work daily, including a quarter of the school district's teachers. This is an interesting project because as uh, communities across the state do face housing shortages, if this is successful, we could see 3D printed homes uh, popping up in communities throughout the state. And the Season Center for Behavioral Health has been awarded $1,200 from the Carroll County DCAP project to expand respite care services for local children and their families. The funding will provide a variety of services to patients who have experienced a history of mental health challenges or trauma. Seasons Center Grants Project Administrator Sarah Heinrichs Worm says we are very grateful for the funding the Carroll County DCAT grant has provided us. For children, this project will allow them to practice and utilize social skills while participating in the respite event. In addition, Seasons providers will work with them to mentor positive interactions with peers, teach and support coping skills, and provide a safe space for them to learn, grow, and interact. She notes the effort has the added benefit of providing parents or caregivers the ability to rest and recharge while a child is participating in the program. You can learn more about the Seasons Center for Behavioral Health by logging on to www.seasonscenter.org or by calling 1-800-242-5101. And that is going to wrap up your look at the midday news here on KCIM. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com, or through the Carroll Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones, reporting.